0: This episode is brought to you by Classical Conversations. To find out more, please visit classicalconversations.com.
1: Cross-politic begins in three, two,
2: one.
3: I have a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> is
2: not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No
4: government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is king of kings, and it's about time our nation return in humble submission to his lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000
0: little women every year. Oh, I didn't uh, start it. Uh, uh, sir, sir, with all due respect,
2: that's the argument of a five-year-old. I
0: didn't start it. Right When the spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered.
1: You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water
2: Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox.
4: Hey, y'all! Welcome to Cross Politic. We got a full studio today. That means a lot's going Didn't on. We have a
5: full studio last week too.
4: We did, but those were just comedians.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Now, Sorry, yeah.
4: Ben. My fault. Now, but but we now we got mm. some pastors in here. Is this <laughs> is this done?
0: Uh, I think it is. Can I press like, it? You you please uh, slowly, gently slowly. I need yeah. some. So this is um this is doctor Rob Rob Gagnon. Gagnon. Yep. Gagnon. And, um,
4: and and he wrote a book called The Bible and Homosexual Practice. Right. So Check It Out. It's really thick and we'll have to ask him why.
0: Okay. And uh <laughs> Dr. Joe, or you're not Dr. Dr. Master. Pastor. Master. The Reverend. The Great One. The Holy Reverend. <laughs> Joe Rigney. <laughs> Joe Rigney. Yeah. I uh, got a
5: hug from Joe. Yeah, I know. And, and I, I, got, I got a serious no No, 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 I, no, I, no. It wasn't just like a hug. No, no. Let, let, let me just give you an example. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, Stop. Don't, Stop. Stop. Get, no, get no. off the microphone. This is a, and so I'm we, ready to pull apologize. away. I'm ready to pull away. Yeah. And he's like,
2: mm-mm. <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: you do not And you know what he did to me? What? I walked in and he just gave me the fist. Oh, that's
5: because you're not the weaker brother. No? I'm the weaker brother. No? Yeah. yeah. I, I talked about him last time I saw I heard him. But... It. Yeah. I heard his feelings.
4: Yeah. Well,
5: not really. It didn't hurt. It, Come on. This, it was this more a, like a observation. His, is this a
4: black-white thing?
1: <laughs> I don't know, Joe. Are you the weaker brother? <laughs> is he? I Joe. I, I, Wait,
5: what happened? See, he, <laughs> he, he,
1: he said I was mean to him whenever he came to visit in Minneapolis. <laughs> I
5: didn't say you were mean. I just said I hurt his feelings. <laughs> Guys, we needed Matthew 18 this. No, no, no. So yeah, i, I we, an observation. Last time I was there in Minneapolis, we were filming for the call conference, the promos. And I said, you know what? Joe's one of those guys where he doesn't say much, he's kind of reserved, and then you turn the camera on and he just goes, whoosh, right. just blah, oh, right yeah. on the camera. Right? Um, well, and I'm but, like, but he
0: doesn't don't talk for you. But, but
5: when I'm there, it's like, it's not like that. It's like, okay, are right, you know, <laughs> well, And then all of a sudden, hey, you know, Jesus, what? You know, and he just he goes right into his, his <laughs> line. And, and so he came in today and was like, just in case you didn't think I didn't love you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: Do a little, little reparations uh-uh, there. Don't pull away. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah, know, guys, I'm, into it. I'm,
4: I'm bored of that story. <laughs> I'm ready to move on. I'm just telling you I'm what happened to, to me. On.
5: It was awkward, and I loved it. So it was great.
4: <laughs> before we get to cross politic news, are you done? Guys? I am done. You're done. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you for answering your own little. Yes. Lie. Yep. yes. That's what I do. Um, before we get into cross politic news, we got two things I want to make aware uh to you guys. Make aware. Yeah. Let's make make you guys aware. You're not doing yep. great today. <laughs> aware, aware, I make you guys it's see people pay more attention. He's from Texas. Yes. First off, all, all our new club members and our current club members actually are going to be able to participate in this. We have kind of a cross politic club kit that we're putting together. Club and so kit. if you guys sign up for our club membership, which, by the way, is just amazing for us. We really appreciate it. You're going to make cross politic great again. So please <laughs> sign up for our club membership. Uh, but all, all our club members are going to get a worldview kit from us, um, a, a club kit from us, that is going to include Toby's worldview guide on Moby Dick, from Canon Press.
5: I didn't okay. even know you wrote that. I know. I, I didn't know either. Didn't, he didn't. I didn't know even either. know I wrote it. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
4: and and we're also going to give away uh Francis Fukushan's um uh, book as part of the club package also. Oh, the food what, book. The food book. What's uh, what's the title? It's got a title. Oh, oh, yeah. I
5: don't know. We should relabel it. The food book. The food
4: book. Francis Fukushan. From, from pastor and and chef Francis Fukushan. The wizard. Um amazing, uh kind of a mixed guide of kind of practical theological so um, current
0: club members yep. and people who join. We'll get these. a kit
4: right from Cross Politic, a couple books and some other stuff. We're going to try to get in there, um, but for right now, yeah. that's what we can promise so, to you guys. So you know, we're, I- we're trying to build up our club membership value to you guys. Love you guys. Thank you for um, signing up. You can go you, to our website. There's not really a reason
5: for you to support us, but you do. So it's, it's kind of like, amazing. we should do something for you guys, and yeah. we're working on it. Yeah. Uh, another sponsor I want to talk about is Grand American Piano. Oh, yeah. Um, they have been down with us since day one. They cover all of our overhead costs so that we don't have to pay for lights. And They're downstairs. And air conditioning. And internet. And, and, and internet, all the stuff. Yep. And, so everything that we—they've been here since day one for us—and so you guys should check out Grand American Piano. What they do is they revitalize old dead pianos, and they bring—it's kind of like the hundred-year-old Steinways. Oh, they're beautiful. Oh man, they're amazing. Mason and Hamlin's beautiful piano. So it,
4: every time I walk through the, his his studio, I wish like I could play piano all over again. It's it's like the Valley of Dry Pianos down there. That is exactly ah, right. way to go, Joe. Yeah. Look at you. Raise them dry. I was pianos.
1: was I'm a, a pastor.
0: I was I, <laughs> I was thinking of it. Kind it kind of feels like reach, reach a piano morgue downstairs it, it does only they're not getting ready for burial mm-hmm. they're actually they're getting ready their life they're getting yeah. ready oh, for resurrection that's like Commercial. the world. Um, that's good yeah there you go yeah so, so then
4: these are 100 year old steinways you guys got to check out grand american yeah. piano if
5: you have an old piano that needs refurbishing yep yeah. or you need to buy a new piano yeah. or a yeah. refurbished piano which is better than new listen to clint talk about these pianos is amazing because he talks yeah. about the fact that the wood it, because it took so long to create that wood now we just go through like okay 30 years wood's done chop it up let's go we got yeah. hundreds and hundreds of years that it took these yep. trees to grow, yep. and they're using this type of. Well, we don't get those kind of pianos anymore, and they're selling for better prices, uh, and they sound better. They're
4: brand new Steinway. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Than brand new yeah. Steinway. So, Huge.
5: grandamericanpiano.com, check them out. They're great supporters of Cross Politics, and yeah. we're grateful for them.
4: Yep. Yeah. And, and you surprised me on that one because we've got one more, um, uh, Decreedesign.com. So, one of our. We're just getting sponsors all
5: over the place. It, yeah. why are we so and we're so man? grateful.
4: And these guys, these are Christian brothers yeah. that, that work with us. And so, we really encourage you guys, Decreedesign, Brother Joe out there. Um, he has a graphic design and web development company out of, I believe, Kentucky. So he, he might even be able to get you some Kentucky bourbon or something. right? I mean, that? that better come with the deal. So a website and <laughs> Kentucky bourbon, a graphic design and Kentucky bourbon, whatever's going on there, Joe, you're
5: doing a great work. <laughs> Thank you very so much. So guys,
4: check out DecreeDesign.co if you need graphic design and web development help. If you're so, a
5: club member, all these are going to be in your email. That's so right. So that's another reason to sign up for that's a club right. membership. That's right.
4: All right. Let's get into cross-politic news. There's some big stuff going on with what's now not the Boy Scouts anymore. The not Boy Scouts. The not Boy Scouts of America. Anymore.
5: Are they going to change your name? So yeah, I think, I think it's the
0: Scouts,
1: formerly known as Boys. <laughs>
4: <That's> <laughs> probably not. But that's funny. Scouts. It,
1: just maybe it's just Scouts. So wasn't it? Wasn't
4: it just two years ago they allowed homosexuals open homosexuals and Boy Scouts? Right. And then within the two-year time frame, now they've
0: basically and, and leaders. Scout. Yes. Scout leaders. So, so first, the
4: first scouts. phase was we'll just let homosexual boys into this. And then now and they, they said, let homosexual and not leaders, and not, not leaders. leaders. Right. This ain't gonna happen. And then they let um, leaders in, and then now they just let girls in. So there's there's just no such thing as boys. Well, what about
3: transgenderism? Did they also allow girls who Ooh. think that they're boys in? I can't, I, I can't, right. I get lost. Did they skip, sometimes did they skip a step? I'm not sure. I'm not sure you I'm know. <laughs> we may have to go back and be a little more internally self consistent here.
4: Uh. I wonder if they let animals in, the bears that they go and in the woods
0: uh, camplet uh, and, I mean, you know, and and what it, what is a girl anyway
3: well and you know the girl scout it's, leadership is also a complaining decision. right because the are girl they? scout leadership is is concerned <laughs> now that girls will be drawn from no back over the here. girl scouts That's and go into the boy scouts and of course the girl scouts have already made the accommodation that boys who think they're that they are girls can join the girl scouts So it's a little bit of an inconsistency there to be that concerned about a rigid line between male and female when you've essentially already said that biological maleness is not necessarily a limitation on entering the Girl Scouts. That's hilarious.
4: Well, here's the big thing that was reported this last week is that the Mormon Church officially pulled out of the Boy Scouts. So they no longer partner with the Boy Scouts, which means if all the Mormon kids left, it'd be about a 400, 450,000 um pull out um uh, yeah. decline in enrollment saw, for boy scouts I saw a headline about yeah. that yeah I think yeah. he has a question
5: <laughs> Yep Did you say the Mormons pulled out? I did. Before all the Christians?
4: Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. That's that's not a fair statement um because the Christians started Trail USA. So there's actually a Christian alternative to the boy scouts when all the homosexual stuff started going down in the boy scouts, a big movement um kind of Trail know. USA came. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, ha-
5: and did they put a dent inside of the boys and girls uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, a good, good question. Uh, I know, I know. When we when we talked
4: about Trail USA last time, this yeah. about a year ago on the show, I had one of their camp guide, whatever they call them, oh, camp guide, scout leaders, scout leaders. Um, I didn't trail do, trail I didn't do leaders. Trail leaders. Whew, uh, I was getting
5: a little nervous there because the Mormons start beating us and stuff, I get a little nervous all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, whoa, hey. No, no it's good. We under some bad judgment right now. Mm-hmm. But, but the trail leader contacted me. tell me. <laughs> no, we, we are. So should I turn no, around? No. If I look, will I turn the salt? I just want to know where we at in this. <laughs> no,
4: you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No,
5: that's where we are. Okay, that's all right. I'm going to keep looking this way. Put the blinders <laughs> yeah. on.
4: But the, but the trail leader contacted me and he said it's growing like crazy. So he, you know, uh, Good, yeah. good.
0: So a lot of Christians have left Boy Scouts yeah, and yeah. and now the Mormons are leaving. And
4: so I, I think in... Five years, there's going to be hardly any resemblance of any oh, sort yeah. of whatever the new name is now. Mm-hmm. It's like Trail
0: Scouts, oh, Scouts,
1: Scouts, BSA, BSA, BSA. So it's like they some sort of B, they kept right. the acronym they, sexual
4: they got thing the BS or something, part,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful. Yeah, it's like there's some uh, <laughs> there's
4: euphemisms <some laughs> in there. Yeah. All
5: right. Watch out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so guys, anyway.
4: get your kids in
0: Trail USA. All right, do that. At least get them out of the Boy Scouts. Absolutely.
4: But
5: you know, this is what happens though when our culture starts. Um, saying that there's no difference between a boy and a girl. like This is what, this collapse, right? Oh, yeah. Boy Scouts has to go. First of all, your marriage is gone too, right? the kids aren't your own. Yeah. I, all this yeah. happens because of what happens when we, how would we define men and women? When we start misdefining it, removing the titles that God has given it, what do you expect to happen to culture society? Right. right. And know? in
3: fact, if you think that being male itself inherently is toxic... Right, and has exactly. to be contained in some way mm-hmm. like it's radioactive combustible material. Yep. then obviously you're going to have to dilute it. you're going to have to let uh, uh, girls who think there are boys in and you're going to have to let girls in whether or not they still think they whether or not they think they're boys. One way or the other, you have to find some way of containing it. what they don't realize is that the, the, the greatness of an uh, organization like the Boy Scouts in the past is that they get to have male role models, that so- mm-hmm. show them how to socialize their maleness in appropriate ways, right. mm-hmm. and now that that's that kind of great dynamic is going to be lost with this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that, that's yeah. right.
1: And that's a that, that is a significant kind of uh, development, and and it is mocked. I, I see it mocked sometimes when when people lament the loss of male spaces. Like so, there's Christians who are lamenting the, the loss of male spaces, male you know, where, where guys can go and kind of be guys. Uh, that's why we come here I know that's right <laughs> and uh, actually and and there's and there's an important place for mixed spaces men and women have to be Absolutely. able to, yeah, to, yeah. to be together and they complement one another and then there's a, an important sense in which men orient to one another differently, they talk to one another differently, and so to have spaces where men can do that and where women can do that is is a really important thing and, and the more that those collapse, the more that you're going to have the toxic masculinity because Absolutely. it's it's reactive it's yeah, it's like right. the, and so or you you either get the man cave thing where if i can't have any spaces where I can be a guy out there then then I what I'm I'm just going to retreat into my cave. Yeah. yeah. Or I'm going to go and then I'm going to get online and I'm going to find a bunch of other angry dudes and we're just going to burn the whole place <laughs> well, down. Well, right? and and
0: specifically what they're finding is Islam. I mean, right. a, oh. a lot yeah. a lot of angry young white guys. Well, right. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. black guys. Yeah, I was going to say it happens um, a lot in the black are, community. Are finding are finding Islam because Islam at least ha- I mean it's talking mean, talk about yeah. toxic masculinity, but right. it's it's got a doctrine of masculinity and being, right. you know, being a man. It looks like m- blowing m- stuff men. up. Well, right. and this right.
4: this has been uh, bubbling for a while, yeah. right? I mean, um you guys uh, this is going to lead me into my next segment here where with Eric uh Schneiderman. AG Schneiderman from Got Me too'd. Oh, he got ousted New right? York. Yes. From, from New, New York. York, got ousted and one of the
0: um, for like sexual abuse or assault or something it, like this,
4: deviance, and I mean, Weird, apparently, uh. like strangling his his women yeah, during, said he was during playing. During, hey, what's, during a what's a
5: woman? What's a woman? I don't right. even know what a woman is. Well, but, what's but, wrong but, with that? But this She's is, we, a wo- we cannot be bothered oh, by these yeah. definitions. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah.
4: But this is kind of to Joe's Joe's point a little bit is like all his sexual sexual deviances are coming out of this machoism, um, in bed. Yeah. And and it's coming out and right. you know it's but the funny right. thing in all this is Trump is like the only guy who can't get me to would effectively in all yeah. this.
0: The, te- the Teflon president. <laughs>
4: yeah. Everything <laughs> bounces off him and Eric, you know, he just has four complaints against him. Yeah. Nothing's been verified yet. Um but, but he he Sh- stepped Sh- he stepped down.
0: Schneiderman spoke at one of the women's marches
4: right in new york yeah. in with new york. with uh weinstein harvey Steam. weinstein 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 yeah
5: it's okay to mess up his name nobody cares yeah all right
4: <laughs> nobody cares so this reminds
0: like this is totally like this is the french revolution going on right i mean you have these these right this is sort of anarchy thing where you start the revolution but when the revolution is not um built on actual standards mm. of justice the The guillotine is gonna come for you. So you know, Rob, Robespierre right. starts that's the right. thing, and he's going after bad guys. You know, mm-hmm. whoever Louis the Fourteenth or whoever it was, one of the Louis, and you know all mm-hmm. the hierarchy and Marie Antoinette, and everybody gets guillotined. But pretty soon, the blood demands more blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, and and you you're gonna get me too. I mean, if you you know, he who fights you know uses the sword, dies by the sword. You, me too, you're going to get me too'd. Um, There's no way to stop the logic of that because it's not about,
3: there's no logic to it. Right. Well, partly too, I think it's all about, it's about a sort of abstract image of liberation. And I'm sure when, I mean, here's a guy who apparently, according to women, former girlfriends have testified, he's attempting to choke them, to dominate them. He tells them to call themselves whores and slaves. So I think what he must've thought liberation was about was you get to pretty much do whatever you want to do. Right. And what he wanted women to do is to be sexually open and available to himself, which he then thought would also entitle him yeah. to have his worst instincts come out. Right. So it really wasn't about honoring somebody else. It was this sort of mass self-glorification liberation movement of some sort. Wow. Right.
0: So when someone else wants to take wow. him down, that's their deepest desires. there's right. There's there's nothing. There's no, there's, there was nothing... Logical. There was nothing rational. There was nothing. There was no justice. There's no standard by which to measure what is freedom. Right. What does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a woman?
5: Right. One of the things I think um, Doug's article talking about this. I can't remember the title of it right now, but patriarchy and and dominion don't ever go anywhere. Like someone's going to be they're, exercising. They're, it. Uh, yeah. The whole. Yeah. The, so yeah, there great. are. It,
1: there's it's nature. Mm-hmm. Like there's fundamental. We are built certain ways, and then you got the fall, which is going to distort masculinity, femininity, in various ways. And so you can't. Egalitarianism is is a fiction that we try to impose, but you can't. You can only. It's like the whack-a-mole game. You can push it down, and it's going to come back with a vengeance right, right, in a right, in very right. ugly, gonna, ugly way. You're gonna yeah.
0: Gangs. You're going to get the mafia. Right. You're going to get. You know, men are going to be men in some way, shape, right. or form. And you can you can whack it down on one yeah. side, and they're going to pop up, and they're going right. to dominate in some way, and they're going to dominate either in a in a in a glorious godly way, right through service and self sacrifice and protection mm. and like so on, Jesus, like Jesus, yeah. or they're going to dominate like
5: uh, Schneiderman, Schneiderman, Schneiderman. Yeah. and masculinity doesn't go anywhere. Either men become women and women become men, but it doesn't go anywhere. Right, masculinity is yeah. always going right. to be right. around.
4: There's right. always a butch in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Quick, do something! Do uh, something! I don't think there's any segue to that. No, 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 no. no. no but you're
5: right. There, there, there is. It's amazing yeah. to me. Like when um, you see two gay guys, you always see one as a man, one's, one, one's They a still more model feminine. it yeah. in yeah. one way or another. You can't. And it's like, why don't you just be who you are? But you can't. You have to model. You have yeah. to model that one way or another yeah. because you know you're supposed to meet like this. You That's know what I mean? Right, right, you yeah. know you're designed that way and the whole time you're fighting against it. Anyway, he says it better because he has a bow tie on. No offense. You know, I just, <laughs> I, I can't. I'm going to tell you like can tell you. tension them. between
1: you and, you you and know, you know, you
5: know. I, I tried
1: to give him a hug.
5: Yeah. No, we were good. We're good. <laughs> I, I accept the hug. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have
0: to Matthew 18 this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, coming. yeah. it's coming.
5: More cross-politic. Oh, I can't even talk. See, so you got me nervous. More cross politics when we come back. Don't look at me like like that man I didn't do anything I'm just saying I just it was just an observation that's all will you forgive
2: me
0: Classical Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ centered curriculum, local, like minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical, Christian, get connected, get community.
4: It's just complicated,
5: but our relationship. All it is. Hey!
4: There we go, we're bringing it. No, this song gets me fired up every time.
5: No, you know what,
4: <laughs>
0: Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe. Hey, welcome back to Cross Politic. With us in the studio today, we have Dr. Robert Gagnon. Uh, he's the former. Associate Professor of New Testament at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary for 23, 24 years. Mm-hmm. That's that right yep. um, He rocks a serious great. bow tie. Um, that's great. Yeah, he does. Come on now. He's an elder in the uh, Presbyterian Church USA. Is that, is that true? That's still true? Yeah, um, still true. Holds a BA from Dartmouth, and MTS from Harvard Divinity School, PhD from Princeton Theological Seminary, and-
5: Did you say USA? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Huh. Sorry, ACUSA. <laughs> 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 like, we can talk about that okay, I, if you okay, want. Okay, all right. All right. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make some notes. Make some notes. You some notes. just, just blew Knox's mind. I'm, I'm speaking in the yeah. lapel. Would you please? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just making. A Dr. Dr. Gagnon's primary fields are Pauline theology and sexuality. Um, USA. <laughs> his uh, book, "The Bible of Homosexual Practice," which uh, you showed a little while yeah. ago, Gabe. um still Christian. <laughs> has uh rocked some boats over the years and is
5: uh, we- over the door
0: <laughs> we also have with right. us pastor joe rigney he's hey, past- I know he's a christian he's
5: a pastor at uh,
0: <laughs> city's church
5: is that right city's church, city's
0: church. in uh in uh, minneapolis mm-hmm.
5: will you tell the third cousin of jesus i said hi John Piper, in case you didn't, know. This third cousin, third cousin of Jesus. Jesus, John yeah. Piper. Would you let him know? Him?
1: I'll, I'll say hey. Yeah, give him a hug. For me. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. Um, I he'll love that. You're
0: also a professor at Bethlehem Baptist College Beth- and Seminary.
1: Bethlehem College and Seminary. Yep. Right. No Baptist. No, no Baptist. Baptist. Sorry, Baptist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are. But no. <laughs> are you are you ashamed? Yeah. Here, you're a little bit
3: ashamed. Uh-huh. Nope. No, okay. Okay. Just just just
5: checking. <laughs> Surrounded by four four uh,
0: Presbyterians.
4: Go baptize
5: your kids if you have children. <laughs>
0: you, have, you have courage and conviction. <laughs> Where did that come from? What about the clarity? The clarity <laughs> yeah, the yeah. and the Clarity. Yeah. Right we'll work here. on I'm that. Ready. We'll work on that. And uh yeah, um and you like
1: baseball? me so we're gonna talk about courage and clarity and you guys know that his name's John the Baptist, right? No, baptizer. Right, right.
0: baptizer. Yeah, baptizer. Yeah, baptizer. Yeah. Yeah. Which have is what, a hard time
3: it, with their Greek. If, don't if they? you knew, if you yeah. knew Greek, Joe. <laughs> yeah, occupational, <laughs> occupational noun.
5: Okay, not, you're <laughs> all right. That's it right. Is, yeah, that's
3: right. An, uh, <laughs> right. Really. Yep. Uh, we can get I was, that. US I was trying
5: run. to
0: give you a segue into something that we could agree on. Yeah. Which was baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Just, just <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when the glove <laughs> catches the ball, <laughs> is it baptized? Okay, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <How do> you-
3: <laughs> He did do adult submersion, so I think we ought to note that. Yes, okay? that's, that's, that's right.
1: right. Yeah. I mean, just like Jesus, I mean, it's okay. You guys yeah. are good. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. We don't judge you. Uh, so, um,
0: we wanted to, I wanted to get over here with this, uh, the Bible and homosexual practice. Um, this came out in two thousand one. And uh, we were talking just before the show began. At the time you wrote this, it was actually, you said, in, in conformity with the standards of the PCUSA. That's correct. And yeah. wow. And... Um, but uh, never, notes. nevertheless, um, it didn't get a sort of you know standing ovation particularly from the the folks in in your denomination. Well,
3: um, of course, we had we have a fair number of people. Certainly had more then than we do now. But people within the renewal side of the PCUSA, who of course, were very glad to have something like that out. Yeah. But the vast majority, I would say, of the leadership within the PCUSA was not happy because they were moving in the other direction. What I try to show in this book here. You have lots of arguments that people make with regard to the Bible about the issue of homosexual practice, and there's a, there's a tendency to try to find some way of dismissing the biblical evidence by either reframing it in a way which I don't think actually reflects what it is saying, uh, or by sometimes now it's more in the direction of rejecting it. So, for example, a couple of people I've debated uh, recently are willing to acknowledge that uh, Jesus would have opposed every form of same-sex union, mm. committed or promiscuous. That's a debate? Otherwise. Oh, yeah, this is yeah, really that's a debate. Yeah, most people don't want to concede that people? point <laughs> who support homosexual unions because they know that's a pretty tough hill to climb when you're saying that Jesus, Jesus himself would have opposed it, and he would have opposed it. Based on the Genesis text in Genesis one twenty seven and yeah. Genesis two twenty four, among other things. In his own words. In his yeah. own words, right. Yeah. And his definition of marriage. We can get into that if you want to at yeah. some point, right. which necessarily presupposes a male-female foundation. But now some are actually willing to go so far to say, for example, I debated one professor at Fuller Seminary, no longer at Fuller, uh, who actually started the debate. This was in Tucson, Arizona, in Presbyterian Church by saying, Dr. Gagnon is going to tell you that Jesus would have opposed every form of homosexual union. And I agree, that is true. He would have. <laughs> however, however, he said, Jesus had insufficient information oh. to make that determination. <laughs> wow. <It's inconceivable. laughs> uh, what? Wow. Yes. Yeah. So the Son of God had insufficient Right. Evidence. Then we have a Christological problems now. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. And that's where it could lead potentially. What I was trying to do is close out the door to, to people who are saying that somehow the Bible is serviceable to committed homosexual unions. Uh, they might use they might use an argument about promiscuity and argue that those are the only kinds of relationships being that were known in antiquity, or they might use an orientation argument and say that they didn't know anything about uh, any form of congenital basis to same sex attractions. Or they might use what we call a misogyny argument, uh, that the only reason that people were opposed to homosexual practice was they wanted to keep women down, literally and Mm -hmm. figuratively. Mm -hmm. And if you had a same-sex relationship, one woman would be on top, or in a male-male union, one male would be on the bottom, and they didn't want that hierarchical differentiation to be blurred. That was a big mouthful of syllables. But one of those three arguments— Don't try and say that, game. You can't do that. uh, I'm not going to say this clean on camera, but even— Even like
4: the um, uh, sexual intercourse and positions were arguments against uh, hierarchy and for egalitarianism at some level.
3: Right. The only problem with the male-male union is that one male would be on the bottom. He would be a receptive partner in a penetrative act. And so right. uh, we can't have that happen because men are always superior to women. So that's their argument that wow. they use. You're going to use generally find one of those three arguments in play. <laughs> wow. And what this book was designed to do is to say none of those arguments work. Uh-huh. That the scripture is very consistent from Genesis th- to Revelation, right. that there's a male-female foundation for all sexual ethics. And in fact, one could even make the case that even the Bible's prescriptions on incest and the Bible's New Testament prescriptions on polygamy are themselves predicated on a male-female foundation for marriage. Yeah. So that's the bedrock. That's the foundation. And what people are trying to eliminate now is the very foundation for sexual purity. And now what we have to do really to be more consistent is go back and and take care of some of the issues that we let go. Like, for example, now we really should support polyamory, at least of a committed type, and a close kinship unions, at least of an adult <laughs> right. consensual committed right. type. Right. Well wow. it seems it to seems be consistent. To me right. In
4: all this all this debate on sexuality and ethics and everything, the root issues really is is the scripture inerrant and is God sovereign? Well it's right? even
3: but it's even more elementary than that. In other words, I, I don't go out and make the argument scripture is inerrant, therefore listen to scripture. If I did that, not everyone would hear the argument. What I say is this is this is clearly a core value within scripture itself. So if you want to tell me, well, we don't do X or we don't do Y anymore, how come we're pressing this? The case that I'm making is this is the foundation for everything else in sexual ethics. So if you want to eliminate this foundation, you're going to have to give up standards across the board. As long as the relationship can claim to be adult, consensual, committed, you're going to have to accept every type available. That includes number of partners. That includes uh, close kinship relationships.
5: So what if they're willing to swallow the reductio?
3: Well, some are. I've actually had conversations with a family member where he says, I'm okay with the uh, marriage for for a brother and sister, and I'm okay with marriage with three or more partners. Well, okay, well, now it's going to be a little bit of a tougher argument still. Yeah. But you can make a philosophical argument in addition in addition to a scripture argument. If, if you want to abide by scripture, you're a Christian, you, you rightly think Jesus is the Son of God, he has a certain amount of authority as a result of that, then you really don't have any out. If you're not a Christian, however, and you're willing to accept this reductio that you're, you mentioned... Well, I think
5: even Christians are willing to accept that reductio, uh, especially in the USA. <laughs> well,
3: uh, <laughs> right. So. Yes, I'm still a member, if you didn't know that. That's why we had that little uh, body blow there momentarily. Inconceivable. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah uh, in the end, you can talk about other um, – there are real reasonable reasons why you would not want to promote homosexual practice. I mean, homosexual practice, many people want to present – a same sex union as being basically the same as a heterosexual union, only they just happen to be of the same sex, but that's inconsequential anyway, right, so who cares? Right, right. There's a lot more to it than that. Yeah. So, what do you well, say? And,
1: and I think a big part of it, though, is what, what Rob's book does is, it, is it's clarifying, right? Because you, you, the, then the issue does come down to are you with Jesus or not? What well, what you can't do is marshal Jesus in support of the revision. Right. Exactly. right, You you yeah. you, you yeah. got to ditch Jesus to go where you want to go. Right. And so let's just get clear on where we're at. Right. And, and as, either, as opposed to the kinds of arguments that want to um, use Jesus as well, he what, he know. he would have if he'd know if he would have had sufficient information or right. or the trajectory of the scriptures is in that direction. It's it's, it's close off all those doors right. and then bring it back down to fundamental. Right.
0: Jesus. So what Jesus. do you say to people, though, who maybe say, yeah, I, you know, I agree with your point personally and privately and so on. <laughs> but who am I to say that they haven't found love or, who, you know, how does it, it how does it really affect me? How does it really affect the church or broader society? Why does it matter? Um, you know, even though that's my private conviction, I believe in Jesus that way. But, but Not gonna why, force that on why you. should yeah. I oppose it? Yeah. more publicly or broadly. What, what, what might you say to that?
3: Well, there are all sorts of different levels to that, answering that. One, of course, is the political issue, which is namely we're seeing the fruits of rejecting a male-female foundation for marriage and the implications for religious freedom and freedom of speech. Now people are being uh, required almost to have coerced speech at certain points. Uh, And to affirm this, it's not enough just to say "live and let live." You actually have to embrace it. And if you don't embrace it, then you basically have to be pushed out of the public sector completely. To not
0: embrace it is fundamentally um, to deny the foundation of their their morality. I mean, their
3: morality. They they cannot allow disagreement on that point. You're basically the moral equivalent of a racist if you now reject their position. Now, even as you know, it's even gone to the transgender issue. So you can't even now if if you refer to somebody with a pronoun that appropriately references their biological sex. Right. There are some places like New York City you which fined. you can be fined yep. for doing. Oh, yep. And it's extraordinary. Talked about that on the show. So yeah. you basically have to lie they're asking you to do and if you're not willing to do that then there are all sorts of occupations you can no longer hold. Right. And you lie open yourself also up to these fines and other prosecution in other ways. So that's one issue, but it also affects relationships in general. You know, I'm going to say something really radical here. and Do so I need to hit the t- button? Well, you know, hold your, make sure your pulse is going and here. We right. can get the medication in if you need it. I'm ready. But this is it. And uh, I'm sorry if I offend anybody here, but men and women are different. What? Okay. Well, I guess I, that went over bubble. like a lead balloon. So, uh, men and women actually are different, and they're different in ways that moderate the extremes of the other sex. So that when you put together a man and a female, the extremes of masculine and feminine sexuality are each moderated, and the gaps are filled. Now it doesn't always work, right? But it has a salutary effect in general on such relationships. This is the idea fundamentally of man is not good alone. That's a- right. And First
0: Corinthians 11, Paul's talking about you know we need one another. Right. We're, there's there's this dependence on one another.
3: But not not only not only just not 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 good just to be alone, but also if you're going to be involved sexually with another. You don't want to be involved sexually with a sexual same. It's too much already you. When that happens, the extremes of your own sex yes. get multiplied, exacerbated. Right. They don't get moderated and the gaps don't get filled. So what we find that the perfect laboratory for this is looking at generally how male homosexual and female homosexual relationships work out. Yeah. And what we find is, you know, what society, what many on the left want to say is that, well, societal homophobia leads to this disproportionately high rate of measurable harm. But what's odd is that the measurable harm is mm. different for each in different ways. Mm. So, not surprisingly, with regard to male homosexual unions, you much have much higher rates of numbers of sex partners over the course of life mm-hmm. than you would in lesbian relationships. This is hardly surprising, yeah. given the male libido, right, and yeah. male testosterone, right. yeah. and uh, the, num- the amount of sexually transmitted infections uh, that uh, male homosexual males report is off the charts compared to every single other group, right. including of course lesbians. For women, that's a little more difficult to figure out because as men, we all know that women are better and we're more strained. More they have a more holistic sexuality. I reject in many that. Ways. You know, I'm going to actually go go with that because. Men are more uh, generally stimulated. They're more visually focused. They I like do. to say
5: better for what? Better, well, yeah. Right. <laughs> have babies. No. Hammer. Men <laughs>
3: provide some useful elements. I don't want yeah, to yeah, diss yeah, them yeah. completely. Yeah, yeah. But, Thank you. But yeah, in lesbian relationships, actually, you might think this is a little bit surprising because they're more monogamous. But lesbian relationships don't last as long. On average, even in male homosexual relationships yeah. do, wow. and the reason for that has not only been suggested by me, but it's also been suggested by uh, two women researchers uh, from some California school—I won't mention—that <laughs> uh, that have worked on uh, lesbian family relationships. And although I came up with the idea before they did, but uh, nice to have the reinforcement. Yeah, and that is women just uh, have more of their uh, intimacy needs, more of their well, let me put it this way, more of their self worth more of this sense of importance, significance, and validation from these relationships than do men on average. Men still, much as we might try to get in touch with our feminine self, we still derive a great deal of our sense of self-worth from what we do uh-huh. in our activities. Uh, but from women, it's much more important to have that developed in the context of these relationships. You probably will sometimes get a man complaining to a therapist that his wife doesn't share her innermost feelings with with him often enough. Yeah. But usually that dude. usually, <laughs> overwhelmingly, it's on the other side. The Men may around. think, gee, well, I've been doing a great job at this. Yeah. And the wife is complaining, no, he doesn't. <laughs> right? So uh women have put a great deal of stress sometimes on the relationship in terms of their expectations and demands on that relationship. We have two women Making right. the same, having the same How, high how expectations. could that go wrong? How <laughs> could that go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> it ends up with a higher relational turnover. Yeah. And also just in general, because women more generally are in tune with their psychological makeup, there's a higher incidence of mental health issues attending lesbian relationships than even male homosexual relationships. Now, this isn't going to happen in every case, but it's a significant difference on both sides. And it speaks to basic differences between men and women and why male-female unions have been ordained by God. And I'll, back then to
0: my original question, which is just that, so these are ways in which this is doing societal harm. That's so, right. So it's not exactly. just that it's wrong. Of course it's wrong, but, you know, God's standards are always there for a reason. It, right. it, he's protecting us from from the um, from the effects of our sin. Right. Um, it's doing harm to families. It's doing harm to neighborhoods, communities, society. I, I read... Um, uh, Anthony Esselin's book Defending Marriage um, a co- couple, couple years back. PCUSA
5: um, too? No, he's Catholic. No, Catholic. Oh, he's Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: this is he, not going the way I he, wanted it he's, to. I mean, honestly, uh, he's my... F- Favorite Roman Catholic right yeah. now, living, living Roman Catholic. Chesterton, of course, is up there. Yeah. But. Robert George.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not today.
3: Amen. Amen. A, a shout-out, to for Robert George, Ryan Anderson, Mike Gallagher, a number of others. There, there are,
0: there's, some, there's some solid folks doing really good work. The, um, but I remember in Defending Marriage, the thing that he pointed out to me and the chapter that I think hit me the hardest was the way he discussed how um, homosexuality and homosexual marriage in particular is destroying uh, the nature of friendship, um, well, that's the other thing that's being stolen in this. And so we were talking about the boy Scouts earlier where, you know, now, you know, as soon as you introduce homosexuality, I mean, you know, th- were, were there ever any men and boys tempted to these things over, of course they were, but to the extent that it was being suppressed, what was being protected was friendship. That's right. The boys could be boys and they could hang out and play together and they
3: could run down and could they, could they give each other hugs? They could. <laughs> Probably give each other hugs.
5: Yeah, without it feeling weird.
3: Yeah. Without, uh, and, then it, and then it wouldn't they, feel weird. And they could, you it know, they, be beyond a thirty-second interview. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. This yeah. was longer than thirty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you had to be there.
0: But now that now that there's this 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 thing, the societal norm or trying right. trying to right. normalize this idea of, of of sexual attraction between guys and girls and so on. Now it's, I mean, everything is suspect.
3: Right. right. Yeah. right. No, no, you know. It introduces sexual tension into a relationship for which right. there need not and should not be any. And, and it's not like yeah. I'm saying that heterosexuals have always been doing great. Obviously, no. No. Th- we wouldn't have even come to the issue of affirming homosexual relations or transgenderism if we hadn't already messed up in yeah. terms of longevity of the relationship, yeah. in terms of fidelity to right. the relationship. So these are issues right. like divorce yeah. and remarriage and so forth that we have to get a hold of in the right. in our own community. But nonetheless... There still is a fundamental difference. What still tends to be the exception in heterosexual relationships is the norm in most homosexual relationships. So when you when you call that marriage, and you're seeing virtually every homosexual relationship, and when I say virtually every every, I mean I'm talking about seventy five to ninety percent or more, uh, is not going to be more than a couple of years. So you're you and and is not right. going to be exclusive, right? right. Because about forty percent. of homosexual committed homosexual relationships are open relationships you know where they agree to actually have another part you can have other outside partners as long as you come back home to me Mm. these uh, inevitably you have to redefine the definition of marriage Mm. all
5: right when we come back i want to ask you a question i want to ask you why is this why is this the battleground and then i want to ask you you got a new book out man I'll, I want to hear. Yes, about I want to hear about that's, it. That's I know about, it. about this? It's more oh, cross politics. <laughs> is it a hugging <laughs> book? Is it you hug people? No.
2: <laughs> this is Cy Tembrinkey with Answer Anyone Apologetics. In California in the 1950s, car ownerships were printed on pink paper. Racing for pinks was a drag race in which the loser of the race would forfeit ownership of his car to the winner. Now imagine you were going to have a race for pinks. The first thing you would want to do is make sure your opponent actually owns the car that he's driving. Let's say you produced your pink slip and asked your opponent to do the same but he just revved his engine and yelled, come on let's race, what are you afraid of? Now you might be confident that you'd win that race, but you'd be crazy to race him if he couldn't prove that the car was his, even crazier if you knew that he'd stolen it. As Christians were commanded to engage people with the defense of our faith, Our opponents will come at us with logical, scientific, and moral objections to the existence of God. But who owns logic? Who owns science? Who owns morality? Jesus Christ. In Romans 11.36 we read that from God, through God, and to God are all things. When the unbeliever attempts to engage you, they're doing so with stolen goods. And we let them. Jesus Christ has equipped us with tools for reasoning. Don't let the unbeliever steal them when they want to engage you. Make them account for them. Make them show you their pink slip. For more apologetic answers, visit AnswerAnyone.com. Well,
5: Cross Politic has a new sponsor. Who you might be asking? Decree Design. Decree Design is a graphic design and web development company that serves your business by helping you speak clearly through visual representation. Serving 90 plus businesses in logo design, print design, brand strategy, web development, and more. Decree Design has a skill and personal touch to customize a package specifically catered to your needs of your business, great or small, and provide personal assistance every step of the way. Whether you're a well established real estate broker or entrepreneur getting your business off the ground, Decree Design will help your company's visual presence speak clarity and truth. For more information, please visit DecreeDesign.co or schedule a consultation with Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Yeah, Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Hey, and tell them Cross Politics sent you. Gagnon. Dr. Gagnon. I said it right? Yep. Okay.
3: Stress, oh. on, stress on the first syllable. Okay. Dr. Gagnon. <laughs> if you want to do it the French way, Gagnon.
5: See, you oh. just messed me
3: up. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I can't do that. Anymore.
0: Welcome back. This is Cross Politic. And with us in the studio today, we got Dr. Robert Gagnon. You said it right. You're not Gabe, so it's great. That's great.
5: And uh, Pastor Joe well, Reckless. The great one. What? Who, uh, yeah, hugs a lot. Hugs a lot, <laughs> and uh, he just, knows that they're cousin to Jesus too. Just a reminder right. that
0: uh, if you're not already a member of Cross Politics, you are invited to go to crosspolitic.com, Find that button that says Join, mm-hmm. and uh, and join up and support this craziness. And we now have uh, membership kits right. that are going out. People who are already members, you're going to get one of these in the mail soon. Starting and starting June first. Starting June June one. Wow, month. that's great! And uh, that's great. And apparently, one of the things you're getting is um, this this thing, Worldview Guide. Something you read. Um, L- yeah, yeah, Worldview Guide. Canon Classics. Uh, it's something I. Guess. So you
4: read Moby Dick? Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. No, no. He wrote Ooh. the guide. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: He watched. He <laughs> oh, saw oh, the movie. He saw the. He saw the <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's,
3: a, that's a guide yeah, to yeah, the great, movie. Great. <laughs> <I> involved <laughs> I read the Cliff yes. Notes at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Don't so. ask
5: me that question. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, you had a question. So Doc, so right now when I look at the landscape of things, I see a lot going on. And I don't know if you guys over there, the PC USA, know, if anything's happening outside of your culture. Uh. <laughs> uh, but uh, right now, big topics are race. And, sure, we and follow and the Methodist. You guys, <laughs> you guys are probably the cause of it. When I think about it, you know, but race is a huge topic. Um, the Me Too movement has bled over inside of Christendom as well. Uh, so it seems like when I look at the landscape, I'm looking. I'm saying, you know what? If you want to get liberalism into conservative thinking, what you gotta do is use guilt and sin and then you you fill that with all your liberalism in the back. So you Trojan horse this thing. We have the Black right.
0: Lives Matter and we just had this MLK 15 yeah, s- celebration. I mean, but it's been going on for a long yeah, sure, time. Sure. Mean,
3: it's connected. It's they connected. try to make a connection and they try to say there's a similarity between sexual orientation sure. and race. Even though one condition is benign, immutable, and non behaviorable. And the other is none of those things. Well, it's amazing <laughs> right. to me that other black people. Other than that, they're the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, black people are eating it up too. They're like,
5: there. "Yes, gay is the new black." Are you crazy? Yeah. And anyway, so if what's what bothers me is that if this is what's happening right now, because I see this starting to bleed its way over into more conservative.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is actually, and I also, My also bad. Want, if I might make a plug before you even go yeah. further, is yeah. that. Uh, Matthew Vines, for example, is trying yeah. to make inroads right. in the evangelical yep. movement. He's, yes. he's done a lot to, to popularize the work of James Brownson and others. And uh, so tag, I the,
4: tag Matthew Vines on Twitter. We'd love to get him on the show. James so, Brown the yeah. singer?
3: No, no, no. no. James good. Brownson. No, 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 no. Oh, Brownson. Son. Yes, yes, okay, son guy. Yeah. Different guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I am actually working on a uh, short book, maybe about 200 pages or so, response to both uh, Brownson and Vines, oh, among other things, good, and good. updating that. Hopefully yeah. get that manuscript finished in a couple of months. So if yeah. this is
5: what's leading, what's the Trojan horse?
3: Mm. You mean what's the end result? Well, yeah, they,
5: I mean, if, if this what, is what are
3: they trying to sneak in? Yeah, what are they trying to? I mean, all the because this ethics. is a pretty
5: bold move. Homosexuality. Every Christian should go like, no. Next.
3: Well, <laughs> you know, it's kind of kind of to figure out what is next beyond this because this is the this is the whole shebang right here, right? When you're undermining a male female foundation for marriage, you're done. Yeah, you, you, the rest is just mopping up operations. Yeah. You're you're trying to be more internally consistent with a program you've already more radically have formulated and approved in accepting such unions, right? I mean, gender itself now is up for grabs. You can't even in some schools, I know this is true in England, in private schools and some places, in public schools, and same thing in some private places, schools in the United States, to even be able to call boys and girls boys and girls, right. or to make that kind of differentiation in sports teams or other activities right. is is already being challenged. So nothing less than gender itself. So what's beyond that? I mean... You is, tell me it's it's pretty radical it, as well, it as it already is. Is that right? the
5: end game then? Like okay, we're we're in the last was this last straw, guys, well, and this th- all breaks.
3: I think it's ultimately a sexual free for all at that point. I mean, people, really, people, uh, sex is really, it's hard to get beyond the issue of sex. I mean, I'm going to say something radical here. Sex for many people is pleasurable, okay? Yeah. It's supposed to be a private experience. It tends towards self-justification. Careful, guys. And essentially, people <sighs> want to be able to do what they want to do, sexually speaking. Cool. They want to have that kind of that's freedom. What, and Christianity mm. has been viewed as the number one restraint. That's absolutely. That's kind absolutely. Of liberation.
4: Well, this is, this is Satan's playbook. He always uses something to get at your soul. Right. Like he, you know, he gives he gives you Adam and Eve the fruit. Well, what was the goal of the whole fruit? Was to tear the relationship between God and man? Right. Um, sex is doing the same thing. It's 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 the um, the Trojan horse is to get at Satan's. You running the playbook on us we right now in our Trojan church. We don't need a Trojan horse
5: anymore, do we? We just is like, well, here it is. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Right. it's, well, it's well, pretty
4: it, obvious and clear.
0: Back to your question, though, and maybe this is a this is something that uh, tags a little bit with um, the mainline denomination uh, thing that he keeps um, poking you about.
5: PCUSA, but
0: um, <laughs> which is so. There are conserv- more conservative denominations p c a being one of them which is i think kind the, of. the lar- largest semi still conservative denomination kind of. but a bunch of us are seeing um uh the cracks oh yeah in in the in the dike or whatever you want to call it in the wall the um. fortress um the, the uh yeah thank you <laughs> it's a family show um but um the, the my point being though is so You've seen this happen right. in right. the PCUSA. Right. The United Methodist Church has had to, you know, is battling the same thing. The mainline, uh, you know, CUSA, uh, uh, Episcopal Church USA. Do I need mm-hmm. to beat that out? Maybe. CUSA. Okay. Cusa mm. yeah. um, well, but, and this is going to happen in the PCA. It's and, but, coming. But what's the happened is, coming. so back to your question, yeah. though. So what happened, though, is I, I think you're right. I don't think it actually was a, a bunch of homosexuals coming to the door and saying, hey, uh, would you ordain us? No. No. All right cuz when they if they did that and when they did that the answer was no. Right. But what happened was I do think that there's been a a, a slow woman deacons. Right I mean yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a boiling uh, frog. Okay. Right. frog. Right. There's thing, a boiling like, frog thing. And right. so that's been happening over 50 60 70 years I don't right. know longer in our in our country and and there's a bunch of us Seeing the same play being run on the PCA and and, and similar denominations, right, right. and we were like, you know, hey, don't do right. that, don't do. And they're like, you're a hater and you're racist, right? And they and they don't seem to see it or think, no, 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 but it's different with us, right? And you know, we've got you know our Book of Church Order and we've got our our Confession of Faith and all these kinds of things. I mean, what can what would you say um, to you know our brothers in in denominations that haven't fully capitulated yet on some of these things? And this is back to the trope. I mean, how do you how do you try to wave your
3: hand and say, there's a Trojan horse here? Yeah, yeah, watch out. It's coming to a neighborhood church close to you very soon. I mean, it is yeah. going to happen, and it is a it is a process, and they do start at a very low level. Let's hear all the voices, mm. and there's a reduction of the significance of the issue. We hear that now mm. in a lots of evangelical venues. This is only one of many issues. Why are you making such a big oh, deal of it? This is already that's good, a start, that's right? Good. So here, a, I've heard those right, things. Right. I've yeah. heard those things. And if it's one, only one of many issues, and we've already made accommodations on divorce remarriage question. We're all sinners, right? Eventually, yeah. you're going right down the road yeah. here. And the thing right. to realize is that while all sin is equal in one respect. Namely, any sin will get you excluded yeah. from the kingdom if right. personal merit is your means of trying to enter in. Oh, yeah. All sin is not equal in all respects. Some that's sin right. is more severe than other sins. That's right. a, an unpopular view within even, even evangelical circles, but it's a very biblical view. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jesus can talk about weightier matters of the law. When Israel was committing the golden calf episode sin, uh, the text says they com- they committed a great sin. Well, right. you can't have a great sin if all sin is equal but in all saying, respects. So. Right that it's that going to be that kind of movement, the hearing all the voices, the listening, these people are suffering, and there is some genuine suffering, and we do have to be pastoral, but not in the sense that we allow a the camel's nose under the tent to say, "Hey, this is really not so bad. Think about right. affirming this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's where no. the church has to say. We cannot allow that kind of desensitizing of the church to take place. It seems to me that one of the things that we're up against is
0: that that means basically we have to throw down over relatively minor things, which is really hard to do. Because you, you, you know, somebody says, we want to hear all the voices. And they're like, what's wrong with hearing all the voices? Well, right. nothing in principle, but I'm, I've seen this play run 15 right. times. Exactly. And, and the end of this is we're not hearing all the voices
5: there's, you know, and so you have so it's- again. But this happens when we don't have men who are f- are full of the Holy Ghost and who are holy themselves, because they have right. cracks in their own character makeup. Yeah, and right. so sin can, oh yeah, I guess I do need to. Okay, you might have a point, I, I and it breaks this down and- because you got sin in your own heart. Right, guilty people are very steerable. Exactly. Ooh, that, yeah. Well, that yeah. is true.
3: I mean, why? Why in certain churches, like they say, the Episcopal denomination did did this issue implode the denomination earlier than many others. You know, there's, there's oftentimes it relates to individual human guilt and you have children or other relatives or yourself maybe doing things, which is a compromise of the Christian ethic. And in order to get that, to get that guilt feeling assuaged, you, if you accept something like homosexual practice, where well, you've covered just about every wrong that you've done mm, up right. until that point, yeah. right? I mean, so I, I mean, you get a free pass. And yeah.
1: I mean, like, that's, that's why the, the porn epidemic in relation to this, and as they, they talk about this, the studies about how. People who look at pornography become much more uh, open to all kinds of other stuff because right. you, you, I can't, how am I going to hold you to a standard that That's I'm not right. holding myself to right. in my, with my computer in my back room or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so in churches, if, if pornography is live and well, and it is, then you ought to expect that steerability. Right. right.
5: All right. So you, the great one, Mr. Joe Rigney, pastor, elder, mm-hmm. newly rocking the ball head. It's lovely.
1: I wanted to be like you, man.
5: I I just just want to be like Jesus. So we're going the right way. Uh, (laughs) So you you wrote a book recently. I can't remember the name of it, though. Because I haven't gotten a copy of it.
1: Oh, (laughs) that was was bold. Uh, (laughs) Louis on the Christian life.
5: What would Louis say right now?
1: Uh, I mean, I think he writes another screw tape letter. You know, like, I mean, he'd be able to to skewer this stuff (laughs) and, and, and he would do it in a way that, you know, he, he wasn't a pastor and he wasn't a thunderer. Like, so he, he wasn't going to do the, he he was never the, he's not a preacher. He's a professor. Mm. Um, Mm. but what he's going to do is very carefully, um, Lewis, when he rides, one of the reasons we like him is he sounds like what you hope your conscience sounds like. You know, like unrelenting, yeah. I'm not letting you off the hook. He's a bulldog. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. just gonna keep coming. But but it's that kind of like, you know you're only wasting time. And he doesn't have to he doesn't have to push hard. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he doesn't yeah. have to like yeah. yell at you because he's just gonna close off logically all of right. your escape routes and right. I, this is what you're doing and this is how you're thinking about it, and I'm just gonna diagnose and then he's gonna get you back in the corner and go, Now you have a choice. Right. You're either gonna turn back to God or you're not. And, and that's, I mean, his brilliance is in is in bringing things back down to that fundamental, so the, my, the book, Lewis in the Christian Life, is a lot about the choice, that in every area of life, every moment of every day, God is demanding you, like, not demanding things from you, he's demanding you, mm. and yeah. he's not asking just for part of your time or, you know, tithe and of your energy or whatever, he's, he's asking for you, and the choice you have before you every every moment of every day is either I'm going to put God at the center and I'm going to pursue him. I'm going to receive it, that from him, or I'm not. Right. Mm. And one path is the path to joy, life, heaven. One path is misery, hell. Mm. And uh, and and then how that choice shows up in a variety of ways, whether it's in sexual ethics or whether it's in friendships or whether it's in family relationship, whatever, it shows up in all of these different ways, but everything he knows, that's the fundamental question. So that's, that's what it is.
0: I just been listening to uh, that hideous strength. Yeah, and uh, I'd read it a few years ago. Have you read it? No.
5: I, I, okay, guys, look. What's <laughs> wrong with you? What's wrong, What's wrong with you? People? I know. I know. You, you I, have. You don't ask me how much Lewis I've read. You better take that hug back. Oh. I'm working on it. I didn't. Okay, hold okay. on now. I came up in a charismatic background. <laughs> Basically the Reformed Church for me started in nineteen nineteen. I don't have that much history. Okay? <laughs> that <laughs> so, hideous, I'm coming up, I'm catching up. I'm uh, in the Puritan still, all right?
0: All right. Okay. All right. I'm uh, Forgive me. All right. All Near right, we'll
5: Christianity and we have three chapters. Okay. I'm working so, on but, it. So but
0: but that hideous strength that struck me this time as I've been going through is, is I mean, I, I just absolutely love it. Um and it's it's like screw tape letters and abolition of man. Yeah. And, and yeah, mere Christianity, and then right. infused into a really gripping narrative. Right. And I had never, it, that's I, a good description. I've read it before, yeah. but then I've, I've since then read some of those other things, know, screw tape letters, abolition of man, and, and some of his other yeah. things a uh, more. And, and so I'm even more familiar. And so as I go back through and listening yeah. to it, um, it's amazing to me how, I mean, the thing I, I think you're right. The thing that just, I love about Lewis is how he understands, how we think yeah he just he he understands how we think and and so that he has strength in particular to bring it all the way around I mean one of the driving things running through that whole story is male-female
1: right it's Um, different ways what does
0: it mean to be a man what does it mean to be a woman and that's one of the threads that he's weaving in this story and and these and these two lost this young couple that's married and 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 somewhat estranged uh working through what it means Mm -hmm. to be a man what it means to be a woman and um and it's he gets it i mean yeah. he, he gets it then um he sees what year was i don't even know what year was that it was 30s in, yeah uh, no. ni-
1: 34 40s maybe yeah. yeah
0: um but you know 50 60 years ago yeah at least he saw what was coming right um mm-hmm. the the kind of hubris of man to say you know very, the,
1: very hard castle
0: yeah that we i can i can create this world in my own image rather than receiving the world as given, but I'm right. going gonna, gonna to invent my own destiny, my own meaning, my own purpose. Well, if I can create all of these things, then I can recreate what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, what mm. marriage is, what um, a family is, what right. children are, what all, the all these deal. things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he saw it coming, you know, whatever, mm. 60, 70 years so ago. If
5: somebody like me who hasn't read a whole lot of Lewis, I've listened to the screw Tape Letters because it's all audio, Yeah. Uh, but with your book, a lewis and christian life would that be a good place to Maybe start it'd be it
1: would be a good intro in some ways like uh, i think that there'll be some chapters that'll be i don't get what's going on here cuz you're alluding to other st- writings you know that hideous strength i haven't read that um but it, but in general it it's it's designed to be a kind of synthetic you know pulling from different things lewis how, how, prayer how does prayer relate to this how does the how does he think about the church um which was difficult because he's unlike other it's it's a part of a series but the other guys in the series were all theologians and pastors and so you can kind of think, of, how do they think about the Christian life? Well, you go look at their sermons and mm-hmm. you can just kind of walk down the, the topics. And I've got to do that hideous strength, mm-hmm. um, which was, which was really fun, but it was a, it was a hard, hard deal.
5: Yeah. One, one of the things that I've, the little that I have read of Lewis uh, and listened to is that when I, when I look at what's going on right now in the culture, Christian fighting, I don't find guys using very much good rhetoric, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They use a lot of arguments. They want to lay well, it. Well,
1: well, <laughs> well, rhetoric. That's-
2: I was, that was a salute to you. I did
5: that on purpose, Gabe.
1: That's uh, not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how that
5: works. <laughs> really good, well rhetoric. Um, yeah. But, you know, they they always want to, right now it's happening, too, with the whole racial thing. They throw an armbar. That's socialism. That's, mm. you know, they're, they they want to Marxism. describe, that's Marxism. Yeah. This is what's happening to you right now. And it's like, that's great, but I don't know how to fight it. Right. That's great, but just because a dude's it's like, that's just a fist. He's just punching you in the face. Yeah, I know that. How do I block it? How do mm-hmm. I get Right. So but with Lewis, though, it seemed like he had the whole thing down with rhetoric and you would be like,
1: oh, wow. Right. And and it's that combination of um, clear eyed rationality logic wedded to an imagination that was just second to none in terms of its ability to connect the logical argument to a kind of potent image. And so Lewis's images are often what make you go. Now I get it. Yeah. 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 That's right.
5: Absolutely.
2: That's right. Yeah,
0: And he's, he's a gracious bulldog. I mean, this is sort That's of right. what I think about him. Like, I mean, he's, he's charitable and gracious, but man, he's tenacious and he's fierce right. at the same time. That's right. And uh, yeah, you you need to get you some Lewis. And, I'm, and, I'm,
5: I'm working and, on that. Uh, and get, get you it. some
0: uh, That Hideous Strength, <laughs> uh, get you some Abolition of Man. Um, so yeah.
1: And if, you, if you're going to do That Hideous Strength, reading Abolition of Man and then The, the Inner Ring. Yes. uh is, is one of Luce's essays and if you read the inner ring and then pay very close attention yeah. to some of the characters right you'll, you'll see it, it, he what he's doing is he isn't um narrativizing uh those essays
0: and i think this goes back to your question before about the trojan horse and how these things happen in in society and, and, and in communities is that whole inner ring thing is going on there are people who are guilty and so they're insecure they're afraid um, they're trying to make it in life. They're trying to have meaning. They're trying to justify themselves. Yeah, they don't and, want to be left out. And yeah. and this creates a certain kind of a certain kinds of society, certain kinds of communities. And you don't want to get left out of that. And so you begin to make compromises. Right. And that's the story of this guy named Mark in yep. the uh, study. Don't in spoil
5: st- it for me. <laughs> what are you doing, Mark no more.
0: <laughs> and yeah. he's he's afraid <laughs> he wants to make it he wants to have meaning he wants to have success yeah. and, and he feels somewhat guilty and so he's willing to make these small compromises and lewis mm. has this brilliant way of sort of taking that psyche apart and yep. saying how could a man get to the point where he might do something really evil mm-hmm. well watch this yes this is how mm. and um so yeah we need a whole lot more lewis um up in here what
5: do we get your book at amazon amazon
1: amazon
0: and it. your
5: books are at amazon
0: Yes, both the right, Bible and both Homosexual the Practice, right? Bible and Homosexual it, Practice. It will link, link to them in our email. Yeah. Right. And you also yep. got the book, Live Like a Narnian. Live Like a Narnian. So if you, uh, so we get all those signed, all then, right?
5: Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> 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 Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. And if you're in the PCUSA, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Doc, I'm sorry. I'm
3: sorry. No offense <laughs> what? taken. What are
5: you still doing over there? I mean, I'm happy you're fighting. Yeah.